good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We have been reading from the book of Genesis, and we are ready to read Genesis chapter 46. Now, last time we read Genesis chapter 45, Joseph revealed himself to his brothers and told them to, you know, get their dad and get their family and said, you know, y'all come. Y'all just come on down and we got a place for you here. Um, Let's see. And they went back, of course, to Jacob, Israel. Um, And the last verse of chapter 45, then Israel said, it is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. So that is the end of chapter 45. Now, we are ready to read Genesis chapter 46. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. So this is Genesis chapter 46, verse 1. So Israel set out with all that he had and came to Beersheba, where both his father and grandfather had worshipped God and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. And he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you, your descendants, a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you, your people, up again. And Joseph will put his hand on your eyes to close them at the time of of your death. So Jacob set out from Beersheba. And the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob and their children and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to carry them. And they took their livestock and and the possessions which they had acquired in the land of Canaan and came to Egypt, Jacob and all his descendants with him. His sons and his grandsons, his daughters and his granddaughters, and all his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. Now, these are the names of the sons of Israel, Jacob and his sons who went to Egypt. Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, the sons of Reuben, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. Now, I always forget that Reuben was the firstborn. I'm just saying that just because I never can get all these right. I, some people are very good at it, and I'm just not good at memorizing all of that. So I think it's, you know, sorry, just just an aside. I'm not good at memorizing these things, and, and I always forget that Reuben was first. The sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jochen, Zohar, and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah, but Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, so they were not really with them, even though they are mentioned here. But we remember from uh, the previous chapter we read, And the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Issachar, Tolah, Puvah, Job, and Shimron. Now, that's J-O-B, Job. I do not believe that is the other Job that we've read about. Okay, so just mentioning that. Um, 
the sons of Zebulun, Zared. I, it's not the other Job. I'm sorry. I was kind of, you know, the names are, you know, it's kind of like when you have different names here and we have so many uh, Mikes or Michaels and so many Johns and, you know, uh, so it just struck me, you know. Uh, okay, so anyway, getting off track and I apologize. Uh, the, zon, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elon, and Jalil, these are the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob in Paddan Aram, with his daughter Dinah, all of his sons and daughters numbered 33. The sons of Gad, Ziphion, Haggai, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Eridah, and Ereli, the sons of Asher, Imnah, Ishva, Ishvi, Berea, and Sarah, Sarah, their sister. Um, I'm pronouncing these as best I can. Believe me. Read along and look at these names. You'll you'll probably do much better. And the sons of Berea, Heber, and Malchiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, the maid whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, when she married Jacob. And she bore to Jacob these sixteen persons, two sons and fourteen grandchildren. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph, and Benjamin. Now to Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim. I always have trouble remembering Ephraim or Ephraim whom Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, Heliopolis in Egypt, bore to him. And the sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ahai, 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 uh, oh well, Rosh, Mupam, Hupam, and Ard. Now, I'm sure I did not pronounce any of these names correctly, but there you have it. These are the sons of Rachel, who were born to Jacob. There were fourteen persons in all, two sons and twelve grandchildren. The son of Dan, Husham. The sons of Naphtali, Jaziel, Guni, Jezer, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah, the maid whom Laban gave to Rachel his daughter when she married Jacob. And she bore these to Jacob. There were seven persons in all two sons, and five grandchildren. All the persons who came with Jacob into Egypt, who were his direct descendants, not counting the wives of Jacob or Jacob's sons, were sixty-six persons in all. And the sons of Joseph, who were born to him in Egypt, were two. All the persons of the house of Jacob, including Jacob and Joseph and his sons, who came into Egypt, were 70. Now notice they're talking direct relation to Jacob. They did not count the wives because the wives were from other families and were not directly related to Jacob. That's just how they counted it. I'm not, I have no statement about that one way or the other. That's just how they were counting. Now Jacob, Israel, sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to direct him to Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. 
Then Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen as soon as soon as he presented himself before him, authenticating his identity. He fell on his father's neck and wept on his neck a very long time. Really, it just had to be. I mean, here he is. He's he's 30 years old. He's not seen his family hardly at all. You know, just here in the past little bit, he's seen his brothers. And he probably thought his father might have been dead by then, which would have been a possibility. It, it would have been a very emotional time for him. You know, him and his father had been close. And Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die in peace, since I have seen your face, and know that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. And the men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. And it shall be that when Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth until now, both we and our fathers before us, in order that you may live separately and securely in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is repulsive to the Egyptians. Now, one translation, I think it was the New King King James Version, uh, said that uh, the the Egyptians saw shepherds as abominations. I mean, really, really loathsome to them. I, I'm not sure why that would be. Um, perhaps something in their culture they did not. I don't know. I, I'm I'm finding that hard to understand. That it seems like they would have eaten um, and you know wanted animals for different things just like anyone else but nonetheless it's just something to note so this was used the fact that they were shepherds which they were i mean you look going all the way back abraham and them they always had huge herds and flocks and you know all that stuff um so this was used to keep them separate so that they could live separately and securely they could live in the land of goshen and they would have this area to themselves. And it was probably not a huge, tremendous area. I mean, you notice there's only there's less than a hundred of them. So it's just something to note that this is the family at that time. You know, there's less than a hundred of them or about a hundred, you know, because you figure there was 70. They didn't count any of the wives. Even counting the wives, you're probably not going to go over a hundred. Probably. I'm just guesstimating you might, but you know, I mean, if you assume that everybody else was a guy and each of them had a wife, then yeah, you could say you had 140 people, but that's not how I understood that. They they counted daughters and granddaughters. So, all right, let's see. Um, that's really it. This sets up their livelihood in being able to survive the famine during you know during this time of famine. They can survive it here in Egypt where they will have food and they will be able to raise their, their livestock. And actually, I would think that livestock would be a boon to the Egyptians. But who knows? You know, society and people have sometimes they take odd turns and they look at things in ways that I don't expect. And I'm not a uh, uh, what would you call it? An archaeologist or a historian. So 
nonetheless, that is Genesis chapter 46, and this is uh, how Jacob and his family came down to Egypt and how they were set up in a safe area uh, to raise their, their livestock and to uh, you know live through the famine, to get them through the famine. God was looking out for them and took Joseph's um, really bad, horrible situation uh, and really made that into a blessing and made that into something for for all of them. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May God bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.